Hello everyone and welcome to my life. My name is Julia and I am the host of this podcast where we talk all things spirituality, law of attraction, how to step into your power, how to not be the victim of your own story, and how to take life by its balls. Hi, did you like the intro? I like the intro. Anyway, um... So I, when you listen to this, I'm currently, I will be in Arizona on my hiking trip. This is pre-recorded. So hi from the past, but you will listen in the future. Anyway, so as if you listened to the previous episode, you would know that I am currently in my old room in Massachusetts where it all started. Um... So I'm going to be talking about that, like, um, how it's been for me, because a couple things that I've noticed, I've just noticed, (laughs) and I'm just going to, like, talk about them. They're mostly related to my mother, Um, so here we go. First thing, it is really nice to, like, be back here, though, because especially, like, in my old room, because a lot has happened here. Like, this room has seen a lot. It has seen me bawling my eyes out. It has seen me being really happy. It has seen me being really confused. It has seen me, like, everything, everything, everything. And this house is where the podcast started. And this room is where the podcast started. So it's really nice. Like, um, I've had my podcast for a year now. Happy birthday. And being back here where, where it all started... But, um, enough of the sappy shit. I'm just kidding. That wasn't that sappy. Anyway, I've noticed, since being back here, I've noticed a lot of things about my mom. I want to start off by saying, I love her with every fiber of my being. I love her from my the tip of my hair strand to my longest toenail. I love her. Love her. That's my girl for life. That's my bestie. That's, you know, birth giver, life giver. Anyway, love her. Start off by saying that. But I've noticed, like, I knew this before, but like, especially now. Wait, is it bad that I'm talking about her on a podcast where people are gonna listen? She's never gonna know. Anyway, sorry, mom. Um, I've noticed that she could be a little triggering and she's a mirror to me. Like, she's triggering because, like, she's me. Uh... Like, (laughs) I'll explain it. It's triggering because her mindset, the way that she is, how she thinks, how she speaks about herself and the world is how I was, is who I was. And it also made me realize that I might have been that way because of her, because I was mimicking what I saw 
or learning from what I saw. And so I became that. And this is not to like bash her because she was doing the best she could. And she did pretty fucking great. She did pretty fucking great. I turned out great because I've always had her support. I've always had her her immeasurable love and support and acceptance and literally everything. Um, She poured so much love and life into me and I will forever be grateful for that. But she's a mirror because it's crazy. Like I've been just realizing so many things that I see in her is what I used to see in myself. Like she is just afraid of a lot of things. She's afraid of change. She's afraid of doing things differently because if it's not broken, why fix it, right? Um, Like she's afraid to step out of her comfort zone even though what's on the other side could be better. But she's so afraid of the unknown that she'd rather stay where she's at because it could be better, but it could also be worse. So she would just, she chooses to stay where she's at because she doesn't know what she's going to find on the other side, even though 70% of the time it's most likely going to be better. But she's so afraid of what she could find that she, she just chooses to stay where she's at. And she's so stuck on the past. She suffered a lot. She had a really hard childhood, really, really hard childhood. She suffered a lot. But she's still that hurt little girl. She hasn't grown out of it. She's still that hurt little girl. And she always talks about her trauma and her pain because she's she never learned how to deal with it. And it's sad to see because I know exactly what's going on. Well, not exactly what's going on, but I have a really clear and good idea of what it is that's going on. But I feel like I can't help her because I feel like I can't help her unless she wants the help and unless she wants to help herself. And I don't think she wants to help herself. I think she's she's built an identity around her trauma that she can't let go of it because she doesn't know who she'll be without it. And it's sad. It's really sad. And it's really sad to be like on the other side, like me as her daughter, as someone that loves her immensely, unconditionally, someone that wants nothing but good for her. But I also have to know my place. I have to know that I can help her to the extent of, like, I can help her only if she wants me to, only if she allows me to. I can give her a map and point to the way home, but I can't hold her hand and walk her home. And it's sad for me because I'm learning so much. I've grown so much and I want to take her along. I want to show her the world through, not through my eyes, but I want her to see the world for how beautiful it is and not for how scary it is. And she still sees it for how scary it is. Because 
she hasn't been given much good. Or she chooses to not see all the good that she's been given because she's still so stuck on the past and how bad the past was. Um, Like, to give her some credit, she has gotten better. She has taken my advice into consideration. Like, um, whenever people would get on the phone with her, she would just not trauma dump, but she would just be so negative, like, talking about her problems and and everything like that, and just oversharing, and I used to do that. I used to think that in order for me to be relatable, I needed to be negative. It's like, if somebody was like, oh, hi, how are you? I'd be like, oh, tired, stressed, you know, hating life, life sucks, then you die, like, shit like that is what I used to say all the time. And I realized that I used to say that because every time anybody asked my mom, how are you, how are you doing, blah, 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 she'd be like, oh, you know, I'm in pain or, oh, you know, like just have come up with something bad, like complaining. Um, I'm here in the other room. I hope she doesn't hear me. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. And it's like, I've like literally this trip back, coming back is when it all clicked for me because I've noticed little things in her that I also did but now it's when it clicked I was basically like that because I was mirroring what I saw and I'm so glad that I'm not that way anymore not saying there's anything wrong with her because she is that way but I'm glad that I woke up and I I literally took my power back. I took control over my life. I literally said enough is enough and I'm working on me now. And I just wish she would do a little bit of that. I just wish she would realize how strong she is because I remember I used to like look up to her so much and it's not that I don't look up to her now, but it's just she's unrecognizable. The woman that I grew up with when I was younger up until like I was eight is not the woman that she is now she just completely changed and it's because I don't know like I don't know what happened and I do want to help and I want to like show her the world and show her how good things are and show her all that she's capable of but it's also like I can't do it. I can't do it for her. She has to want it for herself. And I can't force her to change because it's never going to work. And it's not my place. And it's so hard to like want to help, but also knowing that I can't really do anything because it's not up to me. I wish it was up to me, but it's not. And, yeah, this trip and this time around has really made me realize, like, your inner child is crying for help, begging you to see her and to hug her and to help her and to tell her that you're here now, that nothing bad is going to happen to her, but she's, I don't know if she's disconnected or too connected, like, she, her inner child is just 
has just taken over. And even in the way that she speaks, she's like, oh, I'm just this way. I'm just this and that. And it's like, no, you're not. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to help. I don't even think I can. And it's also another thing of being like, it's not my job to fix people, even though I would love to fix her. Not that she's broken. Anyway, I would love to help her, but it's not my job. My job is to work on me, focus on me, take care of me. And for so long, I thought that was very selfish, but now I take pride in knowing the difference. I take pride in being aware enough to know that it's not my job. It's not my responsibility. My job is to take care of me. And hopefully by me taking care of me, it inspires her to take care of herself. It inspires her to even come to me for help. But it's not my job to force help down her throat. It's not my job to literally pry her eyes open so she can see things differently. Because it's not going to work. She has to want it for herself. She has to seek it for herself. She has to fight for herself. I can't fight for her. I can fight alongside her, but I can't fight for her. And it's hard. It's hard because that's my mom. I love her. But I can't do it for her. And even with like her codependency, like I'm seeing a lot of things that I had to like fight really hard to change. I've seen it in her. And I think that's why I was like that. Like putting at others above myself. She does that all the time. She's gotten way better um, because she used to be the type that would literally empty her cup to fill someone else's. And I used to do that too because that's all I saw. That's all that was modeled to me. So I thought that's what you do, but it's not. You can't empty out your cup to fill someone else's. What you do is you fill your cup so much that when it overflows, Whatever flows out of your cup is what you pour into someone else's. You basically put the person's cup under you. And whatever overflows out of your cup is what fills theirs. That's how you help someone else. You make sure you're okay first before you make sure the other person is okay. Because you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't help other people unless you help yourself first. And that's what I'm learning. And that's what's been really hard for me to realize And I realized that I was that way because she is that way. Because I saw that in her and I became just like that. Because that's what I thought was normal. That's what was modeled to me. Um, And her codependency, just her, her fear of life. Like last episode, I talked about being so afraid of change that I became a control freak. I wanted to control everything. I wanted to know everything that was going to happen. I wanted to predict the future. I literally want, if I could have a crystal ball, I would have, I would have gotten one. Like I wanted to know everything that was going to happen and when, because early in my life, things happened that I wasn't in control of that really, really, really affected my life in a, in a, negative not so good way and so I convinced myself that if I was able to 
control things that nothing bad would ever happen to me again because I would be in control. And I think that's why she's so afraid because everything that happened to her too was completely out of her control. She had no say and no power in anything. So she still thinks she's powerless. And I think she's so afraid of trying new things or just trying things, period, because she doesn't know what the outcome will be. And so she would rather stay where she's at because at least she knows what that is like. And I understand. I completely understand. Because that's that was me. And that was me because of her, because she's like that. Get it? It's crazy. I don't know. I just... I wish there was more I could do, but then again, at the same time, I know I'm doing everything that I can because before it would stress me out so much when I would like literally sit her down and like give her like pep talks on stuff. And then she would go and do the same shit over and over again that never served her. I would be so mad, but now it's like, it's not my job. I love her. I will always help her. I will always be here for her, but it's not my job. And I feel like even as like, I mean, I can't speak for like other races that I don't know, but I feel like as far as like for immigrant kids, we feel such a, I don't want to say a burden, but like such a big responsibility on our shoulders that we feel like we need to take care of our parents because they did that for us. But. I never asked to be born. <laughs> Maybe I did. Like, I don't know how the whole reincarnation thing works. I believe in reincarnation, by the way. I mean, I'm pretty sure you would, like, pick up on that based on the stuff I talk about. Anyway, I don't know how the whole reincarnation thing works, but I never asked to be born. And it's like, parents are like, oh, well, I gave you this. I gave you a roof over your head. And it's like, okay, you did your job, congratulations, but I'm saying, like, what was I talking about? Oh, goodness, I need to eat some almonds, um, right, immigrant kids, haha, <laughs> like, I feel like with immigrant kids, like, we feel like we need to help our parents just because they did so much for us, but it's like, they were doing their job. They were doing what they were supposed to. That's what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to protect us. They were supposed to provide for us. They were supposed to give us a better life or a good life, period. They were supposed to do that. You don't have to repay repay them for anything because they did what they were supposed to do. Good for them and good for you because they did what they were supposed to do. And But I, I know there's so much guilt around that because you feel like, nah, I need to, I need to help or I need to, um, I need to repay them because they did this and that and that for me. They, they moved to a whole different country where they didn't know anyone just so I could have a better life and better education. So I need to help them. And so if she's not seeing things for how they are, if she's not trying, if she's not this and that and that, I have to do it for her, I have to, but, but you don't. You have your own life to live. You have your own purpose to f fulfill, to explore. You have your own life to live, period. You have your own life to live. Your parents already did their part. Yes, I know. 
I know you want to help. I know you feel like you have to. I know you feel like it's your job and your responsibility because they did so much to you or for you. Sorry. But it's not your job to make it your entire life mission to serve them, to help them. Because they did their part. Now you do yours, which is worry about your life. And I'm not saying say, F my parents, forget this, forget that, whatever, you brought me into this country, but who cares, deuces. No, but I'm saying don't make it your entire life mission. Like, don't make your life revolve around them because you still have your own life to live. You still have your own things to experience. You came down here so you could have a human experience. So explore that as much as you can. And that's what I've been telling myself. That's what I've been trying to make peace with and understand and be okay with because I have my own life to live. And as much as I would love to help her, I can only fight alongside her. I cannot fight for her. And it's been the hardest thing I've ever had to like come to terms with because if there's anybody that would I would want to help or fix, it's her. But I can't. And that's okay. That is completely okay because it's my job to at least try to motivate her, but it's not my job to do it for her. And like now I'm just going to try to lead by example, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like I'm going to do my part and if she can choose whether or not she wants to do hers. Regardless of whether or not she does hers, I'm still going to do mine, which is fight alongside her for as long as she'll have me. I can only do what she allows me to do. And I'm saying all this to say, coming back here has given me, coming back here, like my mom's house, has given me so much insight on why I was the way that I was, why I had the trace that I did where it came from literally because it's her they came from her and i don't resent her for it but i have more sympathy for her because i understand because i was like that i was her but i was able to come out on the other side And I'm very grateful for all the lessons that she taught me because if I never poured too much onto other people's cups, I would never realize that I wasn't pouring into mine. I wouldn't have never, I would have never realized that I was pouring out of mine to fill other people's cups to, you know, I would have never realized that my life wasn't mine and my life wasn't based on me. My life was just revolved around pleasing everyone else worrying about what everyone else thought my life was about being good to other people instead of being good to myself if it wasn't for her I would have never realized this but because of her I do realize it and I did know that it was time to change it's like um on the episode that I had with Derek um I don't remember exactly what he said but he said that you choose your parents and that your parents lesson 
is to teach you. I don't want to say how to not be like that. I'm misquoting him. I'll say that. I don't want to say like it's to teach you not to be like them, but to show you like what you kind of don't want to be. And that's exactly what's happening. Like through her, I saw who I was and how my life would have turned if I stayed on that path. But because I didn't, my path is different now because I'm different now. Get it? Um, yeah. But it's just, it's really nice being back here and hanging out with her because I did miss her a lot. Um, and I don't know. I guess I'll just sprinkle little bits, bits and pieces of knowledge here and there, little breadcrumbs and try to lead her on the right path knowing that it is not my job to do so, knowing that it is not my responsibility to do so. Again, I cannot fight for her. I can only fight alongside her. I can only help as long as she's willing to accept the help, as long as she's willing to ask for the help when she's ready. She's not ready. My hope is that one day she will be, but she's not right now. So I will just sit back and watch um yeah i don't know if there will be an episode next week because i'm pre-recording this now but i don't know if i'm going to pre-record another episode so if i don't and if there's not an episode next week it is because i'm hiking through arizona and yeah that's why there's not an episode and I did not have enough space in my luggage to bring my mic. So, <clears throat> thank you for listening to me. Thank you for coming back for another week. Um, on the next episode, if I don't pre-record something, I will tell you all about my trip. And we'll see how I am when I come back. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for hanging out with me. I hope you learned something either about yourself or your parents or me <laughs> during this episode. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful for you. I'm very appreciative of you. And I will see you some Sunday at 9 a.m. Don't know if it will be next Sunday or the one after that, but some Sunday. Thank you and goodbye.